He loved the women and he hated the law And he just wouldn't take nobody's job Otto, why didn't you run? Otto, son dead and gone Otto, why didn't you run? When the sheriff pulled out a 44 gun You're listening to the Carolina Buddies from 1931. This is Jim Lloyd, and I hope you'll join us as we travel through time today as Junior Appalachian Musicians presents A Visit with Otto Wood, The Bandit. Otto Wood was born in 1894 in Wilkes County, North Carolina, to a very law-abiding Baptist family. He had four brothers and lived a normal life until his father died at age four. Wood attended school for three years and dropped out, and his life of crime began at a very early age. At seven years old, by himself, he hopped a train to go live with an uncle in Vulcan, West Virginia. Otto claimed to have witnessed some battles between the Hatfields and McCoys and befriended some of the Hatfield clan. It was there that he learned to make moonshine and gamble, and that was the start of his demise. (laughs) While still at a very early age, uh, Otto stole a bicycle in North Wilkesboro. Now, Otto had wanted a bicycle. He couldn't ride one, but that didn't matter, so he stole this bicycle. Then a policeman noticed him pushing the bike instead of riding it. So the officer approached him and asked him why he wasn't riding. Otto responded by saying, well, I'm tired of riding, and I just thought I'd push it, push it for a while. And the officer said, well, I think you ought to ride it. And Otto said, well, I'm tired of riding. The police officer insisted, get on the bike and ride it. So Otto instantly crashed the bicycle, so they got him for stealing the bike. He was sentenced to jail and to serve on a chain gang. But the guard on the gang felt sorry for the boy and sent him home because of his tender age. Otto had suffered from a a club foot from birth, so he was limped all his life with it, and as a teenager, he lost a hand. Some say he lost it working for the railroad, but the family story is that he lost it in a hunting accident. So Otto had all these uh, handicaps that made him very noticeable, yet still he managed to do a lot of wondrous things with this. Otto had numerous brushes with the law through his teenage years, and the first major tangle was in Virginia. He was engaged to a girl in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, but was seeing a girl in Graham, Virginia. He married the Point Pleasant girl, and three months later, the girl in Graham had him arrested on the charge that he had promised to marry her and was the father of her child. This led to his first prison escape. In 1913, at age 19, Wood himself described his escape from the Virginia State Prison as a wild dash in the mountains, in which he fled to his wife and Point Pleasant. From then on, Otto's life would be just a blur of crime, capture, and escape. Otto stole so many cars that he began being referred to as A-U-T-O instead of O-T-T-O. Sometimes he was accompanied by his brother Bud. The two went on a crime spree that was unequaled in the southeast, spanning several states. Otto was a great mechanic, and at one point, the brothers stole a car from a doctor in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. When Otto was captured, the doctor refused to press charges because the car ran better than it ever had. Otto had fixed it. (laughs) Most of his scrapes with the law involved theft and bootlegging. This led to numerous incarcerations in jails in North Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia. Otto was somewhat of a Robin Hood. Uh, If Otto had money, he freely shared it to everyone. 
Almost a hundred years later, stories abound in Wilkes County, North Carolina about his generosity. An elderly woman once told me that Otto had bought her her first pair of shoes. A bootlegger, or a reformed bootlegger, related a story to me of how Otto showed up at his steel site with a brand new ton truck and 500 pounds of sugar in the middle of the night. Lots of stories of Otto bringing food to needy families are all around Wilkes County and North Wilkesboro. Everyone loved Otto, especially the women. Otto was a very dapper uh, type of fellow. He dressed to the nines. Uh, he kept himself well-groomed at a time when most people were wearing bibbed overalls and that sort of thing. Otto wore nice suits, so he was able to really charm people. A lot of his jail escapes came with the help of girlfriends, in fact. He was married numerous times and had numerous children. Life was really a game for Otto, but that really changed in 1923. And this leads us to the song. Uh, this was the first recording of the song, Otto Wood the Bandit, and it's from 1931, and it was recorded just a few months after Otto was killed. Here's the Carolina Buddies doing Otto Wood the Bandit. Buddies and listen to the song Sing it to you right But you might think it's wrong So all about a man named Otto Wood I can't tell you all But I wish I could He walked in the pawn shop A rainy day And with the clerk He had a quarrel to say He pulled out his gun And he struck him a blow And this is the way The story goes They spread the news As fast as they could The sheriff's heard A warrant on Otto Wood The jury said murder In the second degree Then the judge paid the sentence To the penitentiary Otto, why didn't you run? Otto, sun dead and gone. Otto, why didn't you run? When the sheriff pulled out, his 44 gone. But it done no good It wouldn't hold a man to call Otto Wood It wasn't very long till he slipped outside Draw the gun on the guard says, take me for a ride The second time they caught him was the way out west In the whole of game he got shot through the breast They brought him back and when he got well They locked him down in a dungeon cell He was a man that you could not run He always carried a 44 gun He loved the women and he hated the law And he just wouldn't take nobody's job Otto, why didn't you run? Otto, sun dead and gone. Otto, why didn't you run? When the sheriff pulled out his 44 gun. Ramble all around, they met the jurors in a southern town. And the jurors says, Oh, those steps in the way, cause I've been expecting you every day. He pulled out his gun and then he said, If you make a crooked move, you both fall dead. Break up your car and take me out of town. And a few minutes later, he was graveyard bound. 
Well, that really tells the whole story. November 3rd, 1923, Otto entered a pawn shop owned by Abraham Wolf Kaplan to retrieve a pocket watch supposedly given to him by his mother. An altercation ensued. Otto pulled his pistol and hit Kaplan in the head. When he, when he struck the blow, the gun discharged and wounded Kaplan in the shoulder. Otto ran from the pawn shop and jumped onto a running board of a passing touring car driven by H.K. DeVere. At gunpoint, DeVere was forced to drive Otto out of town. Once out of town, Otto forced DeVere to remove his hat and coat and $150 and drove off, landing DeVere standing there by himself. Now, $150 at that time was a lot of money. Kaplan was operated on to remove the bullet, but died of a skull fracture from the blow from Otto's pistol. Mid-November 1924, Otto was captured in Princeton, West Virginia. Otto claimed he did not know Kaplan had died, but the city of Greensboro had offered a $100 reward for him, and Kaplan's widow added another $500 for it. Now, this was at a time when $495 would buy you a brand new Ford, so that was $600 for his reward. On November 10th, they cornered Otto in Bramwell, West Virginia, and just like the song says, the jury said murder in the second degree. Otto was sentenced to 30 years. But on May 10, 1924, at the Raleigh, North Carolina State Penitentiary, Otto grabbed L.A. Parton, and he grabbed him by the throat, and with two other prisoners, would threaten to kill Parton with, with a, a cane knife, of all things, because he was working in the chair factory. He grabbed Parton's pistol, and Otto hijacked the prison physician's car. Otto then forced Parton to drive calmly out of the prison with the pistol pressed against his, his ribs. Once outside, the chase was on. They left Parton standing on the side of the road, and it was a blur of robbing people and stealing cars, and at one point they even commandeered a bakery truck. But on May 12th, in Roanoke, Virginia, a Roanoke City officer noticed a mud-splattered Studebaker. Wood and a fellow prisoner named Starnes were cornered at the Norfolk and Western Rail, Rail Yard, where they peacefully surrendered. Now, when Wood was interviewed about his escape, he made a big issue out of prison reform and how bad things were in the prison, and Otto kept himself, you know, looking nice, so he was very believable. He told the press that he had told the warden, if I do not get a square deal, I will be compelled to leave here. The warden replied, well, if it was so, if it was easy as that, you just go ahead. So Wood, did, Wood, Wood did. Wood was very charming, and he used his charm to disarm people. Um, Wood told the press that things had been so bad and so mistreated in prison, so they cried out for prison reform, and Otto's fame spread all over the country. Otto Wood the Robin Hood. Now, a man like Wood's not going to stay in jail long. November 24, 1925. Otto Wood hid inside of a boxcar transporting culverts manufactured inside the prison. Once outside, he used a hammer to beat himself out of the wood car 
and you know he busted the side out with a hammer and escaped. He was at large for two weeks when he was apprehended in Mooresville, North Carolina. This led to the next escape. November 22nd, 1926. He slipped through a loose iron gate and uh, was labeled all over the country on front page news as a one-man crime spree. He was captured three months later after suffering from a gunshot wound in a holdup tent in Indiana. Uh, they tried to knock over a drugstore with a gang and he got shot, so they took him back. And just like the song says, they stuck him down in a dungeon cell. He was placed in solitary confinement by order of North Carolina Governor A.W. McLean. He was there for two years in solitary confinement when a newly elected governor, O. Max Gardner, let him out on what he called an experiment in humanity. Otto was a model prisoner after that. He worked in the canteen, he kept things going, and he was even actually allowed to remove his prison garb. Uh, they made a bad mistake. July 10th, 1930. Otto escaped with rumors of a female accomplice. Now, we don't know if that's true or not, but it, it's part of the lore. I'd say it is true. Now we need to take a break and listen to the second song. This also tells, well, a slightly different side of the Otto Wood story. Here's the Red Fox Chasers with Otto Wood the Bandit again. <laughs> Moore, death would be. 
Then their guns began to roar Till his windshield bullets tore Eleven from revolver to his head And the last from Rankin went Into Otto it was sent Then the news was heard that Otto would is dead Otto ran for six months. Now, all the criminals out of that era, John Dillinger, Bonnie and Clyde, all of them, as things got tied on them, they got keep moving. Uh, you know, they're worried about being identified. They, they run and run and run until they just get tired. And I think that's what happened to Otto. December 31st, 1930, East End Street in Salisbury, Salisbury North Carolina, Police Chief R.I. Rankin and Assistant Chief J.W. Kessler were alerted by a citizen that um, Otto was walking down the street. Rankin and Kessler went up the street behind the man, and they could tell he was limping, but they couldn't see his hand. So just like the song says, Rankin called out, Come here, buddy, let me see your hand. Otto whirled around and said, My name's Otto Wood, and here's my hand and he pulled out his 45 Smith & Wesson revolver. Now this is what we call a cliffhanger ending. I'm gonna play the last of the Otto Wood songs out of that time period. So here's Slim Smith with the Otto Wood the Bandit. Listen, folks, while I sing this song, I'm telling the truth, but it may sound wrong. It's all about poor Otto Wood. I'm sure he did everything he could. Twas in a pawn shop one rainy day. The truth may hurt, but I must say. He struck his man with awful blows, and here's the way the story goes. They spread the news as fast as they could. The sheriff said people catch Otto Wood. The murder, it's murder, the second degree. And the judge sent Wood to the penitentiary. He was sent to the pen, but it did no good. It wasn't strong enough to hold Otto Wood. He managed some way to get outside, and with his pistol he demanded a ride. And no one knows how he got his gun, but we do know that Otto won't run. They finally caught him away out west, but had to shoot him in the chest. They brought him back and got him well, and locked him into a dungeon cell, and there he stayed for days and days until he promised he'd change his ways. was a man that would not run and he always carried his 44 gun he loved the women and hated the law and just wouldn't take nobody's jaw he thought he was an awful bad but now he leaves a story that's sad And 
here's the way the story goes They spread the news as fast as they could The sheriff said people catch auto wood It's murder, it's murder in the first degree And they sent poor wood to the penitentiary He rambled out west and all around, and when he came back to the southern town, he was met by Rankin and Kessler, they say, and there he had everything his way. He defended himself the very best he could, but the law they claimed for Otto was. Otto caught the two men by surprise with his boldness, which was not unusual for Otto. And just like the song said, he told him to get in the car, you're going to get me out of town. He crawled in the back seat, and the two lawmen went into the front seat. At the last minute, Rankin dove out of the car, rolling, pulled his pistol, and started firing. Otto ducked behind the rear seat, but he fired back, and shots were exchanged several times. Rankin made his way around to the front of the car over the radiator, raised up and shot and hit Otto. Otto rolled out of the car and uh, halfway in, halfway out, and that was the end. Rankin later stated that it's simple as my shot found home and Otto didn't. Now, I talked to an old man one time that was on the scene of this, and he told me he was five years old when it happened, and he had very vivid memories of Otto hanging out of the back of that car and said he was just pale, pale, and the blood running off of him was just really bright red. Now in aftermath, Otto had become quite a folk hero. Just like Robin Hood, if we said, he gave to the rich, or he stole from the rich and gave to the poor. And the community loved Otto. Even the lawmen that had, had brushes with him all really liked Otto. He was a very charismatic person. So the community in Wilkes County took up a collection and bought Otto a suit to be buried in. And over 2,000 people viewed his body. Now that's a lot for Backwoods, little county like Wilkesboro, and to give like that in the height of the Depression. So they transported the body back up to Bramwell, West Virginia. Now he's buried on the mountain above Bramwell with his mother. I've been to the grave and it's in a very derelict cemetery. It's uh, not been kept up, and it's kind of a chore to find it. There are big trees growed up, but Otto's grave is pretty clear, and he's laying there with his mother right now. You've been listening to Junior Appalachian Musicians Presents A Visit with Otto Wood. Thank you for listening. Our broadcast has been made possible by Mars Hill University in Mars Hill, North Carolina, John C. Campbell Folk School in Brasstown, North Carolina, the Blue Ridge National Heritage Area, Floyd Store of Floyd, Virginia, and Hungry for Music. We're going to get uh, David Holt to take us out of here with his version of Auto Wood. Take it away, David. Step up, buddies, and I'll sing you a song. I'll sing it to you right, but you might hear it wrong. It's all about a man named Otto Wood. Well, I can't tell it all, but I wish I could. Stepped in a pawn shop a rainy day He had a quarrel with the clerk, they say He pulled out his gun and struck a fatal blow This is the way the story goes 
Otto, why didn't you run? Otto's done dead and gone. Otto, why didn't you run when the sheriff pulled out that forty-four gun? Outside, pulled a gun on the guards to take me for a ride. Now he was a man they could not run. He always told her the forty-four gun. Well, he loved the women and he hated the law, and he just didn't take nobody's job. Otto, why didn't you run? Otto's done dead and gone. Otto, why didn't you run when the sheriff pulled out that forty-four gun? And he rambled all around Till he met two sheriffs in a southern town They said, Otto, you better step to the way We've been expecting you every day Well, he pulled out his gun and then he said You make a crooked move and you both fall dead You better crank up your car and take me out of town And a few minutes later he was graveyard bound Otto, why didn't you run? Otto's done dead and gone. Otto, why didn't you run when the sheriff pulled out that forty-four gun? Otto, why didn't you run when the sheriff pulled out that forty-four gun? This project is made possible by a grant from the Blue Ridge National Heritage Area Partnership.